Hi everybody, my name is Balin, and today I'll be hosting the first episode of my new podcast, Histories, Humanity's Journey Through Time. So, let's get started. Our episode title is today, Mansa Musa. Gold is money, and he was king of gold. Mansa Musa was the ninth Mansa of the Moli Empire, and his true name was Moose the First, and lived for about 1280 AD to 1337 AD, and was a part of the Kita dynasty. His name, Musa, was Arabic for Moses, and Mansa, ruler or king in Manday, was the title of the rulers of Mali, before and after him. He ascended to the throne in the early 1300s, after his father died, and if you have or have not been doing the math, he's around 20 years old by this time, and I doubt any of you were in a political position at 20 years old, let alone running an entire empire. During his time of reign, he conquered 24 cities and their surrounding districts, which only added more fuel to the burning inferno that the Mali Empire had become, and it had already consumed most of the land of the Empire of Ghanas, which included modern-day Guinea, Senegal, Gambia, Mauritania, and Mali. And if you might or might not know, covered an area of about 1,052,040 square miles, or 2,224,771 square kilometers, for all you Europeans out there, of land, and also some of the most lucrative gold and salt mines in all of the world. Now, after he conquered these cities, he decided to step up production of mining, and that actually led him to become one of the richest men in the world. Now, you might not know this, but the Empire of Mali used to be underwater. And while it was underwater, certain deposits formed because of mixing of minerals and things of that nature. And soon, he had a bunch and a bunch and a bunch of salt and gold and pretty much every other rare metal in the history of the universe under his feet. So... Soon, Mali dominated the gold trade, and since the world ran on gold and salt, his net worth was and raised to at least $450 billion. And it could be more, considering his wealth is almost incalculable. Which is more than Andrew Carnegie, Jeff Bezos, and Mark Zuckerberg combined. The only person who could have matched Mansa Musa was Caesar Augustus, who had an estimated net worth of $4 trillion, although this was through the price of land which could have easily been raided, conquered, destroyed, or damaged by war, disease, famine, or natural disasters. He was so rich, in fact, that when he took his Hajj, a pilgrimage that Muslims do to the city of Mecca as a spiritual influencer, I guess you could say, he took a large portion with his with of gold with him, as well as some salt, and about maybe around 500 slaves to carry it all. And he and his entourage stopped in Cairo one day and gave away a bunch of gold bars and salt to the rich and the poor and the middle class and pretty much everybody. And they left, expecting this would have great 
great benefits. And after he left, things actually only got worse. So, as they returned, they discovered that they had single-handedly derailed a whole city or maybe even country's economic system. Because of the influx of so much gold and gold and gold and some salt too, this led to the price of gold going down and more down and dropping drastically. And since this drastic drop was made, um, uh, goods were... Goods inflated in price, and soon nobody could even get a meager, tiny piece of bread. So, on their way back, Mansa Musa, expecting that he would see greatness coming to the city of Cairo, actually saw that the poor people had become even poorer, and the rich had become even poorer, which is strange. So, he thought, he just leased back or bought back all the gold that he had contributed to their economic systems and hoping to sustain the good name of the Mali Empire so that no one bought gold from him anymore and that would destabilize the whole economic system of the Empire of Mali. He decided that was the right thing to do and he was very right. And since, and, and much not is known after that time, although we do know that he died at age 57 in 1337. He still holds the title of the richest person in the world in solid assets today. Now, just to elaborate a bit, you might be wondering what is the difference between the solid assets and, well, any other person who lives today that is probably, could be, a lot richer than Mansa Musa. Not in any time. Good time, I guess, though. So, solid assets is what, let's say I had a pound of gold. That would be a solid asset. Now, most of the people who live, or billionaires, or millionaires who live today, invest most of their money in the stock market. Now, since these investments are very unstable, I guess you could say, at times, at the press of a button, of a trade, or anything of that nature, their stocks could go plummeting, plummeting, plummeting. And since all those stocks go plummeting, 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 they have to pay off a bunch of fees. And then those fees lead them to lose their fortune. Yet if you have money in solid assets, like land or gold or salt, back then at least, you would have unlimited wealth, or more or less unlimited wealth. The only problem is is if those assets were damaged of some sort. And thank you for listening to my podcast today. I hope you had a good time enjoying this nice, nice little refresher to your mind and hope you learned something. Now, if you have any comments or 
If you have any comments or anything else that you would like to share with me, um, my email address is balenwaugustine10 at icloud.com. And that will be all for today. Thank you and goodbye.